Hey everyone, Mia Paulus here with the Simplicity and Business in Life podcast. Today I want to talk to all the self-employed, the startups, the business owners that are really still stuck in the day-to-day of their, their business. So uh, in today's episode, I want to talk to you about how you can start to outsource and, and baby step some of those, uh, those pain points that you're having. So with that said, let's go ahead and cue up the music and then we'll get started. No, it doesn't have to be so hard No, it doesn't have to be so hard Business and life made simple All right, so first let's talk about just pain points in general. So if you've uh, been in business for a while, you might be saying like, man, it just seems tougher now. Like business that I had 10 years ago is it's just so much more to do. And you're right. It's because business is changing. It is evolving. The customer journey is more complicated than what is before. Customers are demanding more. Employees are demanding more. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. People just want to bring that human experience back to the forefront. Because I think we got away from it for a while. And we want people want to be able to have the journey that they want. And uh, because people are used to social media and technology and all these things, that they want to create their own journey. And so you're, you're right. If you're feeling it, it's because it is more complicated. And if you're a startup, I hope you can take uh, learn some things in this episode where you're not going to have to go through a lot of the same pain points that business owners before you have gone. We can learn from each other and grow from that. So uh, let's just talk about a couple of pain points. So you think about like just social media. Social media changes every day. If you're posting on the social platforms, the algorithms are always changing what they want is their expectations are different and it's so much just to stay up just on social media alone. So if you take that piece for business, um, that is how you can really get in front of your customers and answer their questions. Same thing with your website, you know, always answering questions through an FAQ or a blog. It takes a lot to keep that content, um, up to date and, and, uh, alive. And that obviously helps your SEO, you know, there's, and then there's just so many elements. I won't go into all those details in this life, but just social alone and the marketing world is changing. Uh, think about like tech and software. There's so many options anymore that if you're a new business, you're probably like, I don't even know where to start. There's so many options. Like this, this software does just one, this one little thing. And this software does just this one little thing, but how do I get them to integrate? How do I, it almost feels more complicated, most likely, if you're if you're getting started in some of these small just software programs that are out there, because there's so many to choose from. Um, and then just thinking about relationships, like you still have to network, you still have to get yourself out there and build relationships with people. And so you're supposed to like, I'm supposed to do these posts and this copy and figure out software systems, and then now I'm supposed to figure out how to network. So you're right, it is it is more complicated. And if you think about leads in general, like they want to answer pretty quickly. They are expecting if if you don't answer um, or respond, they'll go to the next one. Uh, there's just so much competition that if, if it's not you, it'll be the next person. And so to be able to keep up on that and keep up on it timely is exhausting. So if you're overwhelmed, you're not alone. I've been we've been talking to tons of business owners um, in my company, the center, uh, we just work with a ton of business owners and they're all feeling that same thing. They're just feeling really overwhelmed. And so I just wanted to do this episode today to hopefully get you to do some baby steps to not feeling all that pressure um, and realize that you don't have to go at it alone. So I really want to talk about just getting you thinking about outsourcing and see if it's the right fit for you. So to start, I want to talk about maybe five indicators 
that um, will help you decide if outsourcing is right for you. So let's talk about those first and then we'll kind of go into maybe some baby steps on how you can maybe start getting things off your plate. So um, if you prioritize like time um, and your lifestyle over money, it doesn't mean that necessarily most likely you'll actually make more money because if you value your time, and your lifestyle, you're forced to be uh, more systematic and um, find more efficient, effective ways to run your business. So it's actually a good thing if you're like, hey, I do value my time and my lifestyle because it forces you to to be resourceful and look what's what's there and available for you to do that. So um, so that's that's one indicator. Um, if you're struggling to find and keep talent, and this is a big one we're hearing right now, um, just with all of the unemployment benefits that are out there, it's really hard to keep talent. And then even when we do, they do, they're saying that it's hard to keep people productive or even wanting to work. And so I know a lot of people are have a lot of other things weighing on them besides work. And so that could be affecting your employees. Um, so that's another big one we're hearing. Um just understanding the value of focusing on your core competencies. So in business, like you need to, um, like I said, business is more complicated. So don't, if you don't have the time to focus on those things that are the most critical, you know, if you're in the, in, um, let's say the software world and you're building your own software, like you need to make sure that software is always, um, meeting the needs of your customers. So you need to focus on that. Um, so it, again, you just have to be able to make sure you're able to stay innovative um, and creative in the element that is is your your solution that you're solving for your customers. Um, another example is just, and I kind of already touched on this, but understanding that you, it's so critical to stay innovative anymore in order to keep that competitive advantage because it is so competitive out there. You have to be able to always think and and look ahead and look up and out. And if you're stuck looking down and just reacting to business, it's going to be really tough to not get passed up by your competitors. I mean, some of these large corporations thought they were bulletproof and and didn't really um, change their business model, how and what they did. They just kept doing the same that they've been doing for 50 years and and now they're out of business. And so it uh, even large corporations aren't bulletproof anymore. And um, this, I'm not saying all this stuff to get you scared. I'm getting this. To, I'm hoping to get you to realize that you have to redefine how you've been doing business. You have to change the way you've been operating. And there is solutions out there and there is a better way. And that's really what I want to talk to you guys throughout these podcasts about is just continuing to get you to think differently um, and working differently and then ultimately living differently in your life. Um, so the fifth one, the fifth indicator is understanding that business is more complicated now than it was 10 years ago. Um, like I've already kind of, I won't go into any more detail on that, but again, like it is different and it is changing. So if you're like, felt like it was, it is, and it is more complicated. Okay. Um, so one of the things that is always the hard struggle with startups, um, self-employed or people that are doing a lot of the work is like, I don't have the money to delegate. I don't have the money to have somebody else do it. And so there's always that like time and money trade-off. And so what I'm hoping to do is just to give you some baby step options to get you to um, just get out and start thinking about differently um, on how how you're running your business and just, just baby step it. Because once you start to feel some relief, then it clears up your head and your mind to be able to be like, oh yeah. And then you're actually bringing in more revenue and being more efficient. And so it's uh, it's kind of like the you can go into the 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 cycle downward, you can go in the cycle upward, and you just have to choose which cycle you want to get into. 
All right. So um, one of the huge benefits of outsourcing, that's really what I want to talk to you about, is just like how to start baby stepping into the outsourcing world and what the benefits are. It allows you to scale. Like that is one of the huge benefits of uh, of uh, outsourcing. It not only scaling from because you don't have to worry about hiring and um, all the employees and training every all the little details, but turnover in and of itself will halt your momentum and growth. And so, um, one of the I just thought about this analogy today, so I thought I'd share it with you. Uh, in, in my background's in the accounting world, and in accounting, there's uh, accrual accounting. And what accrual accounting is is you match up your revenue when you when you earned it along with your expenses on when you um, when you. Uh, had the expenses occur. So you want to match those up together because it gives you a big indication of what your profitability really is in your company. And I thought about outsourcing. Like, yes, you need to invest in upfront in your business and be able to invest capital in there. But the benefit of outsourcing is you're kind of matching up um, the work with the expense because you're not having to have that learning curve with um, when you have higher in-house teams. And then if you're not an expert in it, and you don't, you thought you hired an expert, but they're not as good as you thought. Like then you're both learning it and you're growing and it's just never as cut and dry as hire an employee, they do the work and then that's it. I think a lot of experts oversimplify that process and it's just not that simple to just hire talent, get them to do the job and then do your own thing. Um, it just, it requires some finessing and it, it took, like we have a lot, obviously a big in-house team ourselves, but it took me over a decade to figure that out. Um, I did a lot of bad mistakes first. And so it's just, it, it does, it, it's, it's difficult. So, so that's kind of one of the benefits that outsourcing does is it really, you don't have to really learn all of those aspects that business used to have to. Um, and there are outsourcing models, like I talked about in my first episode, um, episode one on team sourcing that allows you to delegate literally the 80% that's the same in every business with small specialized teams. So it doesn't have to be like a one-to-one virtual assistant relationship. Like I'm actually not for that model. I don't think it helps business owners. So I'm always for like more of that team sourcing model. I've, um, we just, we have it in house. It's the, that's the model that we've built, uh, at the center and it, it works. I've seen it work. So, all right. Um, let's see. So one of the things as a visionary and, uh, as self-employed as an entrepreneur is that it's so critical to stay in that visionary zone in that creative zone. And, uh, it, again, like when you're stuck in the day to day, like that's the last thing you're on your mind. Like you've probably read all these great books that always say, get it, work on your business, not in it. And that's not new to any of us. Like we know we need to, but how do we do that? And, um, and so I just want to kind of maybe give you a few like baby step tips and tricks to hopefully get you to think differently, to start learning, to let go a little bit. Uh, cause once you just start practicing that, it gets a little bit easier over time. Um, I had to learn it too. And uh, the sooner you start on that process, the sooner you'll be out of the the day-to-day and and the whirlwind of that. Um, Also, if you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube, I would love to hear like the pain points you're experiencing. I always like to just know what what, what, um, entrepreneurs are experiencing so I can better meet your guys' needs and make sure I'm addressing those. Um, so go ahead and comment like what your pain points are that you're feeling. I would love to hear that. If you're watching this on uh, one of the podcast platforms, uh, feel free to jump over to my socials, uh, Miss Me Apollos and, on uh, Facebook and YouTube, and you can comment on what those pain points are. And I'll, I'll personally take a look at them. I want to really understand uh, what you guys are experiencing out there. So, 
All right, so first little tip and trick, and this is something I actually learned from Dean Graciosi. He had a mastermind program and uh, he talked about a not to-do list. And I love that because I have a history with to-do lists, which I'm uh, not always proud to say, but let me just share with you my story that I had. So this is probably, I don't know, six, seven years ago. I had this in my head that, okay, I'm gonna be really good at putting everything on my to-do list. And so if an email comes in, a client wants something, I'm gonna put it on my to-do list. I'm just gonna be really responsive and uh, and I'm just gonna work really, really hard, 16 hour days and just work as hard as I can to get to the bottom of that to-do list. And I'm gonna be so proud of myself because I got I responded to everything, I got everything done, clients got everything done and I was like, uh, so that's what I did. For two years it happened. For two years I kept working on that to-do list and guess what? Never got to the bottom, ever. In fact, I felt like it just kept growing because obviously as you grow and scale, there's more to do. So it isn't necessarily how to get it done, but who to have you do it. And so I, I want you to start thinking more strategically on your to-do list. And it's not even who, but sometimes it's how do you get it off of there? How do you eliminate it? Does it even need to be done? Sometimes like one of the best things I ever did was start to drop balls in my company. That sounds terrible, but it's I had a team that was there to pick them up. Like obviously you don't have a team to pick them up, probably don't want to do it. But it empowered them and made them realize that I trust them. I want them to do it. And uh, and it was it was probably the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my business because I care about the success of business owners so much and I care about my customers so much that I, uh, I it, it it debilitated me for a while to know that we were we weren't delivering in the way that we wanted to deliver. But it was what was able to get my business over that hump and get it growing the way it is today. So um, that is probably like the biggest thing is, is take your to-do list, have it on there and start to prioritize it. Like what are the things that you can eliminate? Um, I know you've probably heard of the eliminate, automate and delegate, but I want to go a little deeper with that. So um, some of the times you have to do things that you feel like called to do, you know, they should stay on your list like that. I don't ever want to downplay that like I always, I always talk about being true to your purpose and and uh, if there's something that you know you should do not because you're trying to control it or not because you think you can do it better but be, you literally feel called to do that thing then keep it on your list because you want to spend your time on the energy that you know you need to do that you need to spend your time on so I always like to look at my to-do list from those things too like rank things not only um, from not only the things that you like to do and that you're good at but the things that you feel called to do as well but the things that are like you don't like to do and you're not good at you don't feel called to do like try to get rid of those as quickly as possible because those take away your brain power more than you'll ever think like sometimes you might think it's oh it's only a two minute task i hate it but it's only two minutes now that i don't do those little two minute things that i really hate doing my brain is so much fresher and clearer and i can be the ceo that i need to be Um, so don't downplay those two minute things because once you don't have to think about those mundane things, like just booking your appointments or whatever it is, it, it allows you to, again, have the time to be able to create and and have vision of your, where your company should be going and, and be innovative and keep that competitive edge. And it's so like, that is the most critical thing for companies to to be at right now. If you're the, the self-employed, you're the visionary, you're the, the founder, like that, you have to stay in that zone and you have to do everything you can to stay there. So um, I'm just really passionate about that because now that I've been in the whirlwind and now that I'm out of the whirlwind, I can just feel the difference and know that um, 
I'm doing the things that I should be doing to bring the, the company um, to the place it needs to be. So, um, so that's kind of my story with to-do lists, eliminating, like, again, look for things to eliminate, things to simplify and start picking those off. Find a good outsourcing partner to, to start working with. Um, it's just so much easier to do all that administrative stuff through an outsource team. I think it's, I mean, I've been talking to a lot of business owners that are coming on board with our company that are like, the in-house team's not working. I think it's getting harder with HR, plus with this whole virtual work from home movement. Now employees want to work from home. So if you're not offering that, it's going to be, again, tough to to recruit the talent you want. Um, we've been virtual for five years, and so it allows us to have a bigger pool to, to recruit from. We're able to create the culture we need so we don't have the turnover that typical companies would have. Um, so there's just so much um, that goes into that that you don't need to stress about as a business owner. Um, okay, I kind of mentioned this before, but again, start thinking in the mindset of not how, but who. And if you say it over and over again enough times, maybe you'll start to believe it. Um, so when you're starting to do something, say, wait, 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 I shouldn't do this. It's not how I should I do this. It's who. You don't have to be an expert in everything in business. You need to be an expert in knowing how to have a resource to do that. And obviously I'm biased towards team sourcing because you can have that one contact person that you can just spill all your pain points to and be like, ah, I need help with this. And then it's our job to create the people process and technology to make that happen. So uh, again, you don't have to go at this alone. Um, and some of you might feel more comfortable baby stepping um, versus going all in. I mean, we see both types of companies when they come with us, like some are like, okay, I just, this is like my biggest pain point. So let's just start with that. And like that works really well. And you, once you start to feel a little bit of reprieve, you'll start to just, you'll feel empowered. You're like, oh, why didn't I do this years ago? So don't, don't feel like you just, if you know that you struggle with letting go, just start with little things. And it gets so much easier the more you start to do that. Um, again, I already talked about the role of a visionary and those little tasks. Just That's so critical. Um, so in this live, like if my only takeaway is um, just just think of one thing that you would want to outsource and just start with that, just so you can start to test outsourcing. Like our company, if you're not happy, if it's not working, we actually have a 30 day money back guarantee. Like we believe so much in what we're doing and our solutions. We offer that to customers because we just want you guys to feel that that sense of relief. Um, and it uh, sometimes it's it's hard from letting go because you think oh they'll never be able to do it as well as I could do it um, they uh, they don't know as much as I do and so you hold tight right well now that I have the team that I have a lot of times people I've heard people say like you just have to be okay with employees being eighty percent as good as you but honestly now that I have the amazing team I have I can tell you it's the opposite they do 120% better than I could ever do because I'm like a true visionary like even though my background's in accounting and finance like I'm a true entrepreneur like as far as like I you know wake up at 3 in the morning with all these crazy ideas and and I have to like always suppress the the shiny objects to make sure I'm doing the things that are most critical and important to fulfill the vision and so all of those things matter and so um, don't feel like you have to, um, you know, be an expert, like in everything, just find those pain points. That's the one thing and realize that the team that you, these teams can be better than you could ever be. Um, I promise you I've experienced it and it's, uh, it's amazing. So 
All right. So that's all I have for you guys today. But if you are interested in learning about team sourcing, go to uh, my first episode of this podcast. So episode one, I talk all about team sourcing. Um, and then I direct you to our team sourcing link, which is thecenter.com. So T-H-E-C-E-N-T-R.com slash team sourcing. And this will be on the show notes in our um, in my podcast. Um, so that's all I have for you today. I say, again, remember uh, who, not how, and just baby steps into letting go. You can do this. I, I know you can. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. No, it doesn't have to be so hard. No, it doesn't have to be so hard. Business in life made simple.